We rolling. All right. I've heard worse from better. What have we figured out? What episode this is? We stopped counting. Our conversation was we're not going to keep track. We're just going to roll. I was just curious because it sounds good when you say episode. Episode 15. Okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> sure. All right, we got sponsors. Get dirty. 360 Supply Yard. Hey, y'all come on. Y'all know y'all at home. Y'all ain't got nothing to do. Come get your stuff. Get your yard work going. Come on, it's, now's the time. I went to Lowe's today just to get some, some Cycle 2 oil to mix so I can weed eat packed out so people are people are busy come local man S- spend some money local we sell that here too well, i ain't no <laughs> i got you though bearded mother trucker man if you got a beard best beard oil in 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 the world okay ea sports field look dugan said on one podcast he don't know what they do they design baseball fields mm-hmm. little league uh all the way up to professionals professionals they've done they did the charlotte knights baseball field um, Seattle Mariners baseball field. Look, that's that's what they do, Dugan. Sports fields, even football fields, like turf, anything, anything to do with a field, they do it. Tattooed Brews. Hey, shout out to Adam and Tattooed Brews. I talked to him last week. It's, it's tough for him. Uh, he had to let some people go uh, for the time being, more like a furlough, I guess. But uh, hey, he's still serving food. So uh, my wife and I, what we did this week, we went and uh, spent some money locally. Took some, got some takeout food. So everybody, get on that. Hospitality, heating, and air. Man, they got the AC game on lock. No offense, Brandon. I know you got that 360 back, but, I mean. Hey, I called hospitality today for service, dude, asking them. They're the, they're, so, they're, the, they're the deal. I mean, we, we do residential, but I called them seeing if they did refrigeration because our, uh, our drink machine outside is hot right now. Man, they do, like grocery stores i mean they handle a lot of the commercial oh, yeah. they're licensed they're, in a lot more things people. than most people yeah gene gene and lisa lucas Carmen distributing drinking coors light chip still drinking coors light you'll hear the can pop here in a little bit spikes pork skins and boiled peanuts shout out to spike he, he stopped by the house today he knew i was coming in he's been busy he had the he had the fryers going today so he he supplied it they're here uh the girls can stop talking about it now so <laughs> we're we're good uh, they took all the citrus though. <sighs> that it, sure that citrus did. spike. If you listen, man, that citrus is the deal. So whenever you can get that citrus, man, we like plain. Uh, Kimberly loves the plain uh, citrus, and salt and pep, salt and vinegar. I like the Franks with the ranch. Yep. Yes, that, that is. Hot I wind. talked about that on one episode. And then we got uh, Firehouse. Yeah, fire. Well, I was thinking about. All right, yeah, we got Firehouse. Hey, they are full time firemen. Um, Gaston County firemen living in South Carolina. They can pretty much build whatever you want. Support local. And uh, sign techniques. That was the one I was thinking of. TJ. TJ was going to be on today. What happened to TJ? TJ was crickets. I got no no callback. That's all right. He'll come on. Might be. I'm going to straight up call him out. I left the conversation. Hey, man. Call me. Let me know. TJ, I got nothing. You know, know. He'll come on. Yeah. I know what it's yeah. like for someone not to show up during the podcast. <laughs> oh. Biggie, where you at? Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired at Biggie. Biggie's on quarantine. I don't so, know why Biggie's on quarantine. He's an essential employee, so I'm not. Uh, he, he he did get his letter. Yeah. he got. I got a letter. Josh got a letter. I'm sure you probably got essential status, too. Yeah. So I, I am going to say, though, uh, since Biggie is not here, the Political Kitchen podcast, we're actually going to post the I've Heard Worse from Better podcast on there um kind of cross um simply because we don't have enough people showing up due to the virus right yep. now only us at situal employees but there's I, tons of stuff there's tons of stuff to talk about so. i want to talk about uh go back to tattoo brews yeah he's doing good things he he's putting he's doing a lot of social media stuff um running running specials i know a lot of people are um i've sent some people over there he's got some sandwich deals i think some hot dog deals so he's doing good. And I, I hope they. I hope all these places stay open. Cause yeah, this, and this is a big impact locally for a lot of. People. And don't not support him. But it's like I talked to him the other day. He said, you know, we we we're pretty much for at least for a little while. We're we're prepared. Yeah, we're we're gonna be okay. He was like, but but he called actually just to check on me, to see how I was doing. He was like, because he forgot that I was a truck driver. He was yeah. like, you know, I called to check on you. He was like, but I'm sure you're working. He said, I just want to check see how you're doing. You know. If you need anything, holler at me. I'll give you a discount. Come pick some food up. He's right. like, but there's a lot of people around here, man. They're shutting down. He said, we're going to be okay. He said, uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on. So I appreciated him, you know, 
let me know what's up. I do want to say, y'all, please keep supporting your local restaurants. Um, Tattoo Brews, I, I can understand their situation and their plight. And I'm me being a small business owner, um, you know, we've we've been lucky that we've kind of instead of hurting for business, we've been thriving. Yeah. Um, simply because people are stuck at home. But these local restaurants, y'all think back to how it was in York County where you're fighting and saying, Man, I wish this restaurant would come. And yet whenever you're at home and you want food, instead of going to McDonald's, Burger King, calling Outback or one of these other places, think of the local small businesses to call them and support them um, because restaurants are a hard industry to begin with. And then you throw this into the mix. I think there's a statistic that says, you know, um, was it more than 50% fail within the first three years? And it's like 80% fail within five years. Um, so, and a lot of these places have not been open that long. They're great locations. They're great places. And the statistics say that a lot of these restaurants will close down due to this. So, Please keep supporting the local restaurants for sure. And if you Rock Hill Eats is a good thing to follow, my understanding on uh, Facebook, they are putting a lot of the deals out there that the local people are doing. That's where I'm getting my my information. Me and Tab are doing a lot of to go stuff curbside, and that's how we're finding what what deals are out there. Just to, just support them. And shout out to Rock Hill Eats. Until you get kicked off of Rock Hill Eats. So we got a guy coming in. <laughs> We're going to get him on. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> that's, that's Literally got kicked off of Rock Hill Eats. Started his own page. Rock Hill Eats, but it's not dumb. <laughs> After he got kicked out. Of, he's hilarious anyway. Ezekiel, Zeke Ellis. Yeah. He's, dude, yeah, he's funny. Rock Hill Eats, but it's not dumb. It's 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 fantastic. He doesn't have a lot of followers yet, but yeah. he's he's brilliant. But so, let's don't let's don't get it into the, like I, you're gonna miss it when it's gone. Okay, a lot of these these places, the, these local places are the ones that's gonna sponsor your sports teams. Yeah. They're gonna be the ones that's gonna sponsor your softball team. You know, you raise the money for your kid at school. They're gonna let you put your little candy bars by the register. Um, When's the last time you seen an Outback soccer team? I, I you do, know, I'm sure they're there, but yeah. there's a, not. But there's, there's not, a get dirty soccer team, right? Absolutely. I mean, at, well, and there, there's restaurants, there's realtors, there's. All of these local yep. small businesses, and just because Outback or you know Applebee's is local, that doesn't mean that they are a local company. Um, support your local-owned community people. So I had a conversation. Is that a hundred percent true? Because a lot of these um, chain restaurants that you would think are chain, they're actually probably owned. Not I know Chick Fil A of them. Yeah, well, yeah. Chick-fil-A, uh-huh. and you have Outback, who has a uh, proprietor. Yep. So who, the guy that owns it usually lives around here. He's like, a, it's he like a, I want to say it's like a 50%, like yeah. you had, but you still had to pay money again. But it's okay, still not, but it's no, it's still not the same as somebody like that's, well, that's right down the road. Like if you go out of town, you're going to still be able to find that food on the menu at, the, at, a, at an Outback. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to be able to find that breakfast food at Victoria's. You're not going to be able to find that shrimp and grits that's down there at the Garden Cafe. Right. You can't go from, balls from you, McHale's. Yes. You're not, <laughs> you can't go from, from town to town to town. And I think that's what, that's the important thing. That's more of what I'm saying is yeah. don't, don't sit here, you know, five years from now and be like, man, I wish I'd go back and get some of those pancakes from Victoria's. Right. You know what I mean? You yeah. Just, and I'll tell you, my wife has been big on pizza since this has happened. Yeah. But my thing is, don't call Papa John's. Don't call right. Pizza Hut. No. I want you to call, you know, the, the Empire's. Hey, I'm telling you, Empire's okay. Places. That's fine. But I'm telling you, two of the best pizza places are right now where I live in Clover. You got Pop Pop's Pizza. Yep. Dude, that Pop Pop's Pizza in Clover, that stuff is fantastic. Fantastic, and you have the Pizza Man, and the Pizza Man is very good about putting money back into the community in Clover. He sponsors the football team, he sponsors baseball teams, he sponsors, man, you name it, he sponsors everything. Support and I'm telling you, those two places—that's the best pizza you're going to be able to find around here. No, no knock on Marcos or whoever, but I'm telling you that pizza, Pop Pops, to me is the best. So y'all Clover people, that's two that's two local Clover places. That's not Rock Hill. Now, I've heard, I don't know anything about it yet. I'm trying to look. Danny's Pizza, apparently it's in Rock Hill. Is that the one right across? There's one right across that's the street from man. the yard here on Mount Gallant. That, that is really good. Um, and it seems to be very, you know, I mean, 
they don't have a system set up so things were a little bit right. slower whenever we order from them but the pizza was delicious and i hate that i can't remember the name of it and i'm sure um you know kimberly placed that order um but i'm i'm sure that she would know the name and um, again this says no no knock on chick-fil-a but i can go for a chick-fil-a in rock hill and i can go to a chick-fil-a in, in sarasota florida yep. and it's going to be the same stuff on the right. menu I'm talking about the places that you're not going to. There's no Victoria's in Sarasota, Florida. There's right. no Garden Cafe in Sarasota, Florida. Right. There's no, you know, in that, I think you had well, to I support. Mean, Hoof and Barrel in York. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. One, yeah. I mean, that's one that, you know, it came up and it's real big. And it's, you know, you hope a place like that doesn't go away because of this. So and you've I, got I, to support these people. And I think a lot of these places are going away, and it sucks to see it. I don't. I'm not gonna call names of what I've I've heard has closed down, but that sucks, man. Yeah. And you do miss them when they're gone. I, was, I had a conversation the other day. Do y'all remember? How, I don't know how long you've been. You've been in Rock Hill your whole life, yeah. right? Do you remember Luigi's Pizza? Oh yeah, man. That was right behind where De, DeWitt used to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I'm, that was the best place. We were talking about. It was nostalgic talking about the the, the NFL and the college uh, professional teams. They had the flags, the pennants. Yep. Going all the way around yeah. the building, like that. That I miss that place. The Branding Iron. I miss that place. Yeah. Thursdays too. I miss that place. Now tell I me, do miss Thursdays too. So yeah. Bad. Now tell me. Apparently, you did some stuff for Knowledge Perk. Yeah. Uh, so, so go ahead. Now, yeah. Well, I didn't do anything other than just share their post. Yep. I thought it was brilliant. They set up down the road here at uh, North Rock Hill Church okay. and basically set it up as a drive-through. Now, me personally, even being in Rock Hill because they're downtown. And I'm on this side of town. I've never been to Knowledgeburg. Right. But the first thing I did once I seen that they were set up there is I drove through. I think I ordered at least one of everything on the menu that they had and then ordered coffee for everyone here and then brought it back to the office just so they could kind of pass it out. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm trying to boost it because I, I can understand as a business owner, mm-hmm. and, and that's ingenuity to go to a church down here and set up a drive through I mean, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, um, and that's and, what we're talking about. That's, yeah. that's the epitome of small business helping small business. That's the great thing about entrepreneurship is, or, or you know, capitalism. Um, and when tough times, and I've I'm, I'm always been a big believer, if you can succeed whenever others are struggling, yep. then you'll do well. So whenever I started my company, I started in 2008, all these other companies were getting out of business. And so I felt like, you know, that was my argument to my wife. Hey, we're not making much money, but we are growing whenever others are failing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just um, the ingenuity of how do we get people in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to adapt and change as a business owner. You can't you can't sit pat and just say, oh, poor me. There's never poor me. It's what can I do? You never say I can't afford it. You say, how can I afford it? You yep. have to adapt and change to the to the economy, and you have to adapt and change when certain things like this come around. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? When certain and, things like this, you have to be adaptable. And this is unprecedented. Yeah. I mean, you've never seen anything In like our this lifetime, before. we have never seen something like this before. Probably never see it again. Yeah, I made a joke, uh, not about the COVID, but my wife, she, she said, you know, she sent me a text one day. She was like, you know, this is like our our kids – you know, moment that that like we had. I'm trying to remember what she brought up. Like Hugo. Hugo you know was the only I mean? thing I could think of. That's it. Well, some other people after the fact were like, what about 9-11? Okay, yeah. Like I was already out and working at 9-11. Right. But I'm talking about as far as a kid. And my thing, what I told my wife, I was like, no, nah, that's not mine. Mine was when MJ came back from baseball. <laughs> like that was my defining moment. <laughs> you know, it was a joke, but it was like, I can, you know, and everybody was like, what? You young bucks. Y'all don't remember. I'm like, yeah, I do remember all that stuff. I remember the challenger. That's like, yeah, I'm 42 years I remember old. The I remember it was Sat a joke. In school and watched. That it was a joke. Blow That's up. what he said. I, he was, I like, was home sick that day. I oh, remember thought, it very clearly. He thought I was like a, like a, like a 24 year old kid yeah. on social media. And I was like, no, I'm older than you, dude. Like it was a joke. Right. But, I'm glad MJ came back, man. But, I'm just saying. You know, and I've always said we got a nation full of pansies because they've never really faced any adversity. Um, and, and it's our generation that has not had that diversity or that adversity like the World War II generation. Whenever times are hard, they create great men and great women. Um, and I think a lot of the whining and complaining that we have today, you realize how trivial it is in a situation like this. Um, so I, I, I'm 
I don't want to say I'm grateful for something like this to happen, but I'm grateful that people are not going to complain about the minor things that don't really matter as much. Okay, I wasn't going to talk about this, but it brings up a good point. So there's a book. If y'all don't have anything else to do while you're in quarantine or self-quarantine or, you know, you're staying at home, it's called Tribe. It's by Sebastian Younger. He's a he's a a well-educated anthropologist studying human behavior. He was talking about times of crisis. So in in the book, he brings up a point as far as like after 9-11 happened. Okay, before 9-11, everything's going good. Everybody has their role, right? Mm-hmm. When 9-11 happened, it almost puts everybody on a clear playing field. Yeah. So now you have homeless people that have no, you know, no level of or 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 place or what's the word I'm looking for value, right? Okay, to their society. Now all of a sudden they're coming out and they're helping people get, you know, get out of the way. And in times of crisis, when you have everybody coming together. Now, all of a sudden, you get out of that crisis, and you're back to normal. You have people like that that long for the days of crisis right? right. because they, they played a role. Right. They had value. You know, and I think if nothing else, read that book, man. It's, it's a good – because we're tribal people, okay? Like, human people are just tribal. And it, it, it talks about how uh, when the pilgrims came over here, right, the – the colonists and they came mm-hmm. and colonized the Native Americans. They would sometimes kidnap the women, okay, and uh, take them for ransom or whatever. They and then they would negotiate and they would get the women back. Mm-hmm. The women would be with the Native Americans in their culture for a year or so. You know, sometimes a little shorter, sometimes longer. Then they would get back to their way of life. With the colonists or the uh, colonials and the colonists, they were longing to go back because in that culture, their women had value. Right. Everybody played a role, even if you were a so-called slave or you were kidnapped. Like they still had you doing a job. So no matter what your job was, you felt valued. You you played a role. You played a role. So look at look at how it is now. Look at how like I I, I can remember when I was a kid. When there wasn't social media and there wasn't anything, going to uh, my grandparents' house and my, my mom, my dad, my grandparents, their neighbors, they would sit around, they would play rummy. And it seemed so boring. You're like, man, you ain't doing nothing. And now it's like, man, this is pretty cool. We played. My wife has been really good about organizing things for the kids to do. Yeah. So at night we have board games or we do puzzles. They do, I didn't do the puzzles. I did like the corners. I helped them find the edges. That was about as far <laughs> yeah. as I went. Yeah. But. We're sitting around and we're doing stuff, and we're we're finally getting in place to where we can put our hands on each other right around the table. We're having family dinner, and dude, it's so valuable. You realize how valuable it is to where at the end when we get out of this, and we're going to get out of this, and everything's going to you know kind of be back to some kind of new normalcy. I want to have family dinners. Yeah, I want to have family game night. We sat on the back porch last night and played what's that? Apples to apples. It was fantastic. You know, like the kids might have gotten a couple of fights, but did you win? <laughs> well, I mean, so no. They cheats. They yes, absolutely cheated. You can't cheat in apples to apples. Uh, where there's a will, there's a way. Sir. Negative. It's up. No, you can't. Because you don't even know whose card it is. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe apples to apples is all opinion. But but you know that brings me to a good point. And um, so uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I applied to run for District Six this yeah, you week. Did. Um, and the flack and the uh, chatter that has come through. Have you caught some flack, man? Uh, oh, just a little bit. But, uh, you know, one of the things you start talking about being essential and providing value for those that didn't feel like they had the value. You know, one of the comments that was given to me is, who is this grass cutter running against Britt Blackwell? Yeah. Like, where do you belong? Shots yeah. and, um, fired. So, I mean, yeah. and I think now we're seeing how essential these blue-collar workers are. Yeah. And, and, and it's always irked me for people to really look down on blue-collar people um, and look down on hard workers, you know, the discount. I mean, if you think about what's running our country right now, and you have the nursing, you have the construction, and you have the transportation. Those are the three industries that are really keeping, I don't want to say just nursing, but medical. Um, those are the three industries. And medical, you wouldn't necessarily classify as blue collar. 
but the other two between construction and transportation those are definitely blue collar positions and people have discounted it and taken it for granted but without those our economy truly would crash right now well I, there was somebody i put something on social media uh, under beard mother trucker it was uh, something that I, I found on a trucker like we're on i'm on like a lot of trucking groups you know but it said healthcare workers grocery store employees and truck drivers are now more important than professional athletes actors and famous musicians Boom. my thing was what i put on there truth be told we've always been more important than them we're yeah. just not as rich and we're not as famous yeah. okay now let's talk about other people that that's just not i'm just not saying that group but let's talk about teachers now parents are homeschooling right. how valuable are teachers now people and you know and, very and valuable teachers are um i know biggie his wife she's literally virtual i guess virtual um teacher teacher four to five hours a day yeah like they haven't stopped yeah and i know my kids personally i can't know about y'all's but um they're the teachers doing conference calls mm-hmm. they're doing email it's only a certain hour, hours of the day, but they're talking to these kids and they're helping them out. Because oh, I mean, look at HVAC people. Look, there's probably what what was it? Uh, uh, Mecklenburg County went on the stay. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the first stay yeah. in shelter yeah. or whatever. Or stay, how, at, stay at home. Yeah, so you stay at home. Are you going to stay at home if your air conditioner breaks in the heat? No. Who are you going to call? You're going to call the HVAC guy. Hopefully that HVAC hospitality is going to come. No, or hospitality. Hospitality. <laughs> gonna, but, but I'm just saying, yeah. they're going to come fix you. They're going to make sure you're comfortable. Right, there's, right. Certain, there's certain comforts that you want that you need. And hospitality must be very busy because whenever I called them today, I mean, I got put on hold. They tried to call me back four times. I was busy. I called back. And, I mean, their phone was obviously ringing off yep. the hook. Absolutely. So, and, I, and I know even with 360 HVAC, you know, we've picked up more new installs this week than we have all, all this year. Um, but it's not just – and whenever people are at home, and that's the reason 360 Supply is doing so well, people want to enjoy themselves. And I, honestly, I think once this all passes, you're going to see landscapers start getting a lot more business because people realize, just like you did, you enjoy being at home with your family. Mm-hmm. And what that's what that's going to mean is these people are going to realize, like, hey, maybe we need to have a better outdoor living area. Yeah. You know, we enjoyed sitting by the fire pit. These are things that we enjoy. These are the memories that we make. And you talk about teachers. So, and one thing I love is you're talking about she was working four or five hours a day. Now, during a normal day, how many hours is she working? Yeah, I don't, and yeah. once you get government government bureaucracy involved, how much wasted time is there? And yet she can do just as good of a job going through these video conferencing. So I know yeah. one of the things you guys want to talk about was homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And with homeschooling, you know, my kids seem to. One of the things my wife said is my middle child, which she always butts head. She's always ready to kill. Um, every time she picks up from school, they're in an argument, and I'm getting phone calls from basically three to five, like, uh, you wait till your daddy gets home. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But since he's been at home, they haven't had those arguments. It's a different – Look, shout out to the teachers again. But look, yes. next year, whenever we get back in school and you have that, that list that the teacher's going to sign out about wants, man, I hope y'all make y'all list strong. Yes. And I hope you get everything you want. Yes. I you this. want 400 blue sticks. You're getting four fifty. You're getting four fifty. <laughs> Just keep my kid away from me for eight hours. <laughs> the, the the problem I had with the wife and I's conversation was, you have now put this on me and Tab to teach these kids, which is <laughs> they're done. Let me go ahead and tell you, Listen, this, this they are done. So might as well hold them kids back. You got, you got Josh over here. Josh, please let Tab do Josh it. Josh is going to teach these kids. Let's be Pacific. <laughs> yeah, regardless. Ir- ir- regardless. <laughs> It's irregardless, Brandon. Jeez. The, the bird that brings the babies is a storch. <laughs> like this is this is how these home lessons are going. Yes, I had to sit with a child for eight and a half hours the other day. The our Talon, the twelve year old. I was frustrated. Like it was it was too much for me. They learn different now, though. Yeah. Hmm. It's virtual. It's it's all online. I'm like, not even that. I mean, just I can't even work a laptop. I just learned how to fold email three days ago. This Stop. Common Core stuff is difficult oh, to help no, you kids with. You carry yeah. one in my house. Yeah. Let's let's move on from that and go to. Uh, <laughs> well, just let's just keep it moving. Yeah. Let's talk. I, go ahead. I do want to ask Brandon his opinion about one thing. You've been busy this week. Very busy. <laughs> why do y'all two? Why do y'all think that is? Do you think people are staying at home that are very fortunate to keep their jobs? 
right? Mm-hmm. And, or they have time. Right. And they're saying, you know what? I'm, I'm fortunate to keep my job. I'm at home more. Let's get this stuff done. Mm-hmm. I think it's a perfect storm of spring hitting yep. along with people being at home. Because I know every spring, you know, just like a mechanic, the last car to get fixed is his own. Yeah. My yard is the last yard to kind of get beautified. Yeah, his, so his yard's horrible, by the Mine way. Is so. too, Mine is too, though. Mine is too. My grass looks all right because I have an automower cutting it, but everything else, yeah, you know, I'm not picking it plug. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I think it's just a perfect storm. You know, every spring we have a big boost. Um, well, you said it, you're about a month ahead of the boost? Is is. I wouldn't say I'm a month ahead. I would say I'm more than three times the boost is normally. Yeah, but as you, so the volume, normally this this is about a month out. I mean, I'm bringing in people that are out of work right yep. now um, due to their jobs and having them fill in. Right. And, I mean, literally, we look like the McDonald's drive-thru today. Right. Cars just wrapped around or trucks wrapped around the yard, and I've never seen that before. Let me get $100. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, oh, I tipped. I, I, he made $1.2 million just today. <laughs> I'm just kidding, unless you're going to give to him. No, I did bonus every employee this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because it's been so hectic. I mean, my, my, uh, loader I was joking with, I, I called him about one o'clock and I was like, hey, do you need that suicide hotline number? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because no one ate lunch, no one stopped yeah. one bit today. And shout out to the employees for doing all that. Yes, yeah. I can't do it without employees. And so that, does it does it scare you that these um these people that could be out of work are spending all this money? No, my biggest fear as a business owner, added on with everything else I got going on right now, was if we get shut down, how am I going to take care of my employees? Right. I need to not only be able to financially assist them. But at the same time, I need to know what's in this bill that's passing. So that way I can inform them and assist them with getting that assistance. Because, right. I mean, hourly workers are not the type, you know, they're working every single hour of the day, busting their tail to put food on the table for their kids. Mm-hmm. So they need to know what can I do to make sure that I've got that money coming in. Um, and that's been a bigger stressor. I mean, I've, whenever I say I've been working 16, 18 hour days, I'm literally sleeping four hours a night right now. When he says that, he means Kimberly's working 16 hours. No, yeah. no. Kimberly, <laughs> now Kimberly is working probably 14, 15 hours a day constantly. Same as well. trailer, different part. And we're working two different things. But it is, I mean, I, I'm going home. I'm on my laptop until 10. I turn on Tiger King until I fall asleep. And then I'm good to go. <laughs> I love. Okay, it. we're going there. No, that's a good segue. We're, we're gonna get, we're gonna talk about that if we have time because we want to try to keep it in an hour. But I want to talk the good, the best segue too was you talking about the stimulus. So I want to I want to break it down like this. And this was this was on Nikki Haley's page, and I'm a big fan of of Nikki Haley. Um, love Nikki. So this is what's in the included in the stimulus: seventy five million dollars for public television and radio. $25 million for the Kennedy Center, $75 million for the National Endowment for the Arts, $75 million for the National Endowment for the Humanities. What are we doing? Like, this is, what, what are, how is it, it pisses me off. So she even made a comment, how many more people could have been helped with this money? Right. Why are we giving, that's an astronomical amount of money. I'm not saying in a regular good atmosphere, good climate economically that that's those are not important things. The arts. I'm an artist. Did more graffiti on bridges than I ever did anything else, you know. But that's but I'm, illegal. And bathroom stalls. No, I never did bathroom <laughs> stalls, but I, I, there was some good art in there. You just you don't have time to you know what I mean. Brandon, but, it's one time. But here, but that's my point. Like yeah. what what are we really doing here? And I think a lot of that is because you have so many politicians that have been in office for so long they they go hand in hand with people like that that are on these councils that are on these things if you've do term limits Jesus Christ please term limit like if you've been in your office for more than two terms now you might be doing good so I'm not going to sit here and say look let's don't you know but just get out. Like, you ain't got no business. 12 years, 16 years, 18. That's stupid. 
I want you gone. Like, I want you gone. If I got to run for something in a couple of years, I'm going to do it. I want you gone. That is that is stupid. It's stupid. Now you're in the hands. If you've been in there that long, you're in the hands of somebody. Somebody's in your pockets. Right. That Why are we paying $75 million to, to for the kid? I can't. Please, Jesus, somebody help me before I just start really cussing. And we got people that's getting laid off. Their employers are firing them just so they can draw unemployment. Right. $75 million? Well, oh, God. Well, let's ask our future county council. Yeah, that, that is one of the biggest things. The only reason I got involved in politics years ago. No, no, no. But, you're a grass cutter. You can't yeah, do yeah. it. <laughs> you can't get into politics. Trump, Trump made the way where I could. I was always worried about um, getting involved into politics just simply because, you know, I, I didn't graduate from some university with an MD behind my name. Um, you know, I, I didn't go through all that. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad whenever I was 21 years old. Changed my life. And I said, you know what? College isn't for me. I was done with it, moved on. Um, but term limits is the main reason I got involved in the politics. Um, not, I'm not saying that's the reason I put in for this bid, but this did play a major part. Um, because if you support term limits, and like you say, two terms, you know, some of these elections were two years at a time. So I believe eight years should be a max. Um, oh, anything. Right. And anything. That's my thing. I don't and, care and what it is. Mayor. All right. So, Magistrate gone. You see you. Devil's advocate. Yep. What if that person, eight years deep, nine years deep, is doing phenomenal? Well, the way I but there's look other at people that can do a great, phenomenal job. It's not that that person is the only person that's ever been good at it. There's been thousands of people that have been good at a certain job. I'm good at my job, Josh. Eh. So, well, here's the thing. So you have to level. You have to level the playing field. <laughs> right. Right. So the way I look at it is the music that my 10th grader listens to, I think is garbage. But bottom line is the music that he listens to is what's leading the charts. Mm -hmm. So you have to make way for new ideas. I don't know why you, you hate can't. Post Malone like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to make way for new ideas. And anyone that has been in office that long, um, and I, I not only look at the politicians that have been in office too long, I look at the politicians that support those politicians. Yes. So, it's a, yeah, oh, yeah, it's a club. It's yeah. a club. So, I mean, and that's one of the things I loved about Nikki Haley. Mm -hmm. She was never one to sit here and stay in office too long. you got to move. And I'm not saying you don't move up, you don't move on to another position, because you've earned that experience and you learn how to navigate through the system. And people, you know, the downside is people say, well, this person's, you know, knows how to get things done because they've been in office for so long. I don't disagree with that one bit. Right. But if everyone is on the same level playing field, yeah. you don't have that issue. And then you don't have the issue of politicians having someone in their back pocket. You know, if you want to run for city council for four years or eight years, and then you want to move on up to county, and then you want to move on up to state, and then you want to move up to federal, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But bottom line is, if you've been in office, and I don't care if it's city, county, state, federal if you've been in office longer than two presidents or will be in office for longer than two presidents have been in office and them winning their two terms yeah <laughs> you know 16 years is what i'm facing against the guy that i'm running against if he stays in office another term he will be in office for 16 years yeah Think about that you got to go man i mean i was uh, i don't care I, if you're just my buddy. high school whenever he was elected I mean, that is a problem. If it was my buddy, I'm going to tell you, dude, you got to go. I like you. You yeah. my you my buddy. Right. Dude, that's too long, man. Like you, you, and, and here's you the go. thing. So I haven't reached out to politicians to ask for endorsements um, because most of them wouldn't know who I am. I'm just a grass cutter, right? So I, I haven't reached out to them, but I am going to be closely watching what politicians are putting their name behind someone that's been in office that long. And if you want to run your campaign in the future on term limits, and then you're going to support someone that's been in office that long, you've got a big problem. Yeah. I and mean, you get called out. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's going to be, uh, that is but one he, thing but, but, but that I got to vote up. for my buddy because we, we have coffee every Saturday. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm going to see you regardless, Josh. If you've been in office, I'm going to tell you, you, you're gone. I'm voting against you. I love you. I'm voting against you. I've said it a hundred. Vote Guffy, son. 
vote. Yeah, I'm good. Guffy. I'm not even. I've I'm not said even it a hundred times. Like I don't care if I if I agree with you a hundred percent politically, and then you got Bernie Sanders, which I completely disagree with, running against you, and you've been in office for eight years. Guess what? I'm voting Bernie. I'm not voting for you if you've already been in office that long, because you cannot stay. I don't want to say you're stagnant. You are, and you might be a great politician. There's no doubt about it. There shouldn't you know, be great politicians. I, I'm, if I if I go on a debate stage and I go up against Britt Blackwell, which I'm running against, and Joe Cox, both of them have been on county council, and I have an extreme disadvantage because of the virus. I can't go out and I can't publicly raise money. I can't go out and door knock. You know, so everything that I'm going to do is going to have to be digital, right? And that's the way I'm going to have to get my name out there. Well, how many people know me in the community? other than the things that I've done. But bottom line is I've lived in this district virtually my entire life. I've met my council member one time. Now, I'm not saying that I've been to county council meetings to sit there and meet with them. You don't have to go to county council meetings. The minutes are on the the online. Yeah, but there should be. I believe that there is a missing loop in communication. I mean, community and communication go together. And if you're not having that communication with what's going on, how do you know what the people in your district really want? How can you fully represent them? And that that's what happens to politicians that get in. They've got their buddies that they're having lunch with. You know, they might have a federal uh, senator. They might have a state uh, a house member or, you know, city officials that they are working with. And they're working directly with them. But the only thing they're hearing is what those people want. Right. They're not hearing what the what the blue collar people in the area really want, what's important to them in the community. Um, and it, in politics, whenever we set up in, in America, it was not based on how long you've been in office. It wasn't based on anything else. It was based on who can represent the people the best. So what y'all both agree on is fresh eyes are good. Yes. Yes. And, and I will tell you right now, if I'm in office for more than eight years – Y'all have permission to punch me in my face. We will. And call me out anyway. in a heartbeat. But let's so, look at any kind of any kind of in- industry, right? So I'm on a lot of leadership teams where I work. I've been there for a long time. But we still, on the teams that we're on, we still go for the people that's been there a year. Come on. We want those people on that team because I want to know where you've been. I want to yeah. know what you know. I want to know how what's hard about this, what's different about anywhere you work. Right. The places you've worked, is it – can you do something that can you give me an idea that's going to work it make it work better you're not getting great runs why we don't know like people like josh and i that's got seniority we have no idea what goes on on that core board which is like where the newbies work you're not getting the 27 dollars check like josh did his first week (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i'm saying like we don't know what's going on down there so we need you so we're going to bring my my company that i work for a billion dollar company and so they're being our company because they got great ideas, right? It's a Fortune 200 company. So, yeah, Fortune 200. It is. I looked at them. Oh. They're like, <laughs> like 196, I think is what it is. So we're going to bring in the people that are brand new. We're going to put them on these committees. Let me see, let me hear you. I want to. Hear, you're valued. I want to hear right. what you got to say because you're going to be the ones that's doing the shit stuff. You're going to be the ones that's doing the, the stuff that we don't want to do because we've been there so long. Right. Now, come on. And we bring them on and we listen to them. Right. And, th- and that's what you, and as a small business owner, that's what I have to do. I can't sit here. There was a point to where we had almost 50 employees at one time in one of the companies that I own. And it got to the point, well, 2017, I think we had a turnover of an average of two per week. And it got to the point where it's like, I didn't know some of my employees, yet my slogan was large enough to serve you, small enough to know you. How am I going to know you if I don't know my employees? Right. So we had to rethink and restructure to get back to our core values. And if you're not talking to your employees and understanding what's going on, or if you're not talking to your constituents and knowing what's going on, you're not going to be able to adapt and change. And that goes back to what I was saying about how we have not faced anything really hard in our generation. And these businesses that are right now, they have to learn to adapt and change. And that's what you have to do as a business owner. That's what you have to do as a, you know, I, I'm known for saying I'm not a politician. Um, somebody told me the other day, as soon as I called them to ask them for advice that was a foreign politician, they said, you better quit saying that shit because once you filed to run, you became a politician. 
So I disagree. I mean, I get I it. You said you made a comment. Go, they're they're a good politician. That's a. Mm. You shouldn't be a good politician. You should be a good person. As you should be a good representative. We represent have to accept the fact that our friend, the politician. No, I'm never going to call you a politician. I would never, I would never claim myself I'm never, as a politician. I'm never going to call you a politician. Yeah, I will always be a representative. Yeah, and, and we can whenever, punch him in eight years. Now, and at the same time, him. whatever it becomes, I punch hard too, son. So you better jump out <laughs> in the right, damn yeah. throat, son. And no, I mean, I'm, uh-uh, this game, this game Scott, shit, this game Scott boxing back yeah. in the day. You take, punch. Y'all see how crooked my nose is? Just stay away from the nose. It's fine. throat punch. We ain't knocking nobody out the nose anyway. We're gonna bring this up. Hey, remember this? You told us. We can throw punch you. Yeah. We got, and look, all right. So we got tons of time. We're gonna we're gonna keep talking about all that. So let's move into this whole social distancing thing. We're gonna stay on the coronavirus. Oh yeah. Nobody's social distancing worth a shit at all. You got people that's running around licking shit in stores and putting it on Facebook. Well, we're like, sitting around a circular table right now. <laughs> but there's less. There's less than ten people in this room. Yeah. yeah, there we're is. There's, we're we're down to three. You're on that end of the table. Log over, over there. there. I'm on this end of the table. I can't even see you. You're so far away, Brad. John Cena and that, that sh- but yes. can't see me. Okay, you live in a neighborhood. You live in a neighborhood. Yeah. My neighborhood, I have seen people in my neighborhood walking, walking dogs, walking their kids. I have never seen before. But that's not, I don't, I don't that's think that's good. That's good. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. You're safer outside than inside. Yes, but my whole, the conversation with, with the wife was, you people, I've never seen y'all before. But that's not y'all, social distancing. You're told to stay inside. No, no, no. Right. you're told. Uh, yeah, stay home. Stay home. Stay you know what I mean. But you can walk. I think to me, it's like the people. Like I, we're essential employees, right? Mecklenburg County came. Yes, we are. Listen, Mecklenburg County came and you did the whole shutdown. Uh, what, they start, sent one of my crews home from Mecklenburg County on Wednesday. Yeah, like Thursday. So I got my little paperwork. And I got to carry with me all the time. Don't you call it little paperwork? That's a, <laughs> it's a piece of paper. Anyway, Brad, it's very important. Thank you. We're essential. Jeez. Essential. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, dude, I saw tons of people on the road. I'm thinking, man, we got a lot of essential people out here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. nobody's social distancing. I'm going to tell you right now, just today, while I was at front, up front, now, I, I was only there maybe 10%. I seen people from Gastonia, yep. from Mount Holly, from Clover, from Chester, from Rock Hill, York, you name it, they're coming from all over coming in. And now the one thing I am happy about is I've seen landscapers that would typically go to these big, bo- I call them the big box stores, but right, the larger right, right. landscape supply companies that are calling me and giving me a chance first. I apologize so I for not that. getting my two-cycle oil when I got here today. Uh, no, sorry. you're good. I had to weed eat. I had to weed eat this morning. <laughs> Brandon, he's not a good friend. I told you that. I told you that <laughs> months I, ago. If it costs you more to drive from Clover to get here to get it. It was right down the road, dude. It was like three bucks. That's three bucks. And you would have paid three bucks here, but you would have driven how much? Yeah, especially (laughs) I was in the truck too. I was in the diesel. Yeah. I would have drove here, Brandon. But fuel prices are at all time low. Ask my man right there. He's less than five miles away. I know he's delivery charge. You would drive from where I live in Clover down here? Like, I do it now because I know you said no, it. You're like, don't lie. You're a habitual liar. Don't this, lie. This is awkward. you got to look at the numbers, bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spend that much more. I, I'm all for it. Now, if it was all going to the particular business, I would spend that much more. But If, if it was a lot, yeah, yeah, if it yeah. was a lot, then I would do it. You're talking about three bucks. Yeah. But, but there's literally people. Have you seen the people getting in trouble that are going on, like, social media and live streaming or whatever, and they're going around in the stores licking, licking stuff? Idiots. He, I, I, I slapped the sh- yeah. Mm. So I saw a video of a, a Taco Bell worker licking a whole stack of tacos. I saw a man. Number one, that should be bad anyway because you that's people that are eating that stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about people in grocery stores licking milk cartons. I like. saw a guy in a grocery store. He licked the whole line of whatever it was. I saw a dude on, it was a video. He licked a damn toilet seat. <laughs> Yeah, see, three, that's the millennial challenge. Uh, that's the Tide Pod people. Yeah, Allegedly, yeah, three days later, he got the coronas. He should get. He got corona. it up. He so. should get hepatitis. <laughs> he should. Yeah. He should <laughs> yeah, and he should never get medical attention. No, I deny it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. People yeah, licking stuff. I don't lick nothing. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> stop. We've heard of wrong podcast. 
Wrong podcast. Same trailer, different park. Yeah. Same trailer, different park. If you want that kind of entertainment, you go there. <laughs> you Same trailer, different park. We'll share the link because yeah. we ain't doing it. Um, I've also seen a lot of people that, that are posting religious stuff. And I don't want to go into religion. Come but, on, Brad. Let's go into religion. No. no. <laughs> I, I, one day, that's just a long conversation. We don't have time for that. But you know that they're posting just for religious clout. They just want people to come on there and be like, yeah, girl, yeah, man, yeah. And I just... Is that how they talk? I have a a problem. Not getting too far into religion, but do you believe everything happens for a reason? But that's like... like, To me, that's like saying religious people believe in karma. You can't. You do. But Christians... That's like Christians. Well, it's not called karma, but right, it's still, right. but the, but what like goes Christ, around comes around. But that's like that's like Christians saying they believe in luck. Well, you're not supposed to believe in luck. Mm. Well, I'm very superstitious, so but, I've never but, thought but about that. They always say Christians should not be superstitious because everything should be. I believe everything happens for a reason. You're presented opportunities, and then how you approach those opportunities uh, dictates your. Your fate, but it, but you know people say, man, I want to thank God, you know, da, 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 because for the win. Now, if God really wanted you to win, does it matter that you wore your lucky drawers? No, right? Mm, well, God might have told me to wear my lucky Come drawers. Come on. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I'm, I'm. Well, as a perfect example, before I filed for county council, I I prayed about it, and That's I, I was I was a week late because I'm sitting here and thinking, okay. Every sign's telling me, go ahead and file, and I'm fighting it. Like, nah, this is really not a good time. We got this fire going on. I don't stand a chance. You know, what do I do? And literally, I'm praying about it on a Sunday night, and on Monday morning, whenever I come in, one of the first people that come into the shop was a local business owner and said, if you know anybody that will run against this guy, please let me know. We can raise some funds. Done. That's different I, to me, that's because you sign. wore your lucky socks. Yeah. <laughs> right? Were but, they the socks that had your picture of your face on them? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Brandon, I'm just, they were. I'm just seeing a lot of people. The trucker ones. Oh, yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. I've just seen a lot of stuff that people that I see that are not, have not, histo- and look, if, if this this COVID-19 brings you, you know, to a better place in life, you know, then, then well, good. I mean, you but, see a lot of that but stuff you can't on post, social media. You can't post some Jesus stuff and then turn around and post a picture of, you know, you flipping somebody off going down the road in your squatted truck. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you can't. Wait, do you have a problem with squatted trucks? I do. I don't like squatted trucks. Listen, <laughs> it's a waste. Listen, piece of advice. If you get your stimulus check, raise the back end of that truck up. Mine's well. I mean, you got extra money. <laughs> and put some exhaust on it because that it, sounds horrible. It's funny you say that because one of the pieces of advice that I got was go through all your social media, delete this, delete that. And my feeling was, nope. you, if you think the stuff I said two weeks ago was stupid, you see what I seen said two years ago. Yeah. I want people to see that I'm becoming a better man. Yeah, you know, I, I don't believe in this whole. If you take it, I'm out not going to fake at that point to me. Yeah, I, nope. I'm not going to try now you're putting on a pander to right. people right. or do what Joe Exotic does, mm. irregardless of what it goes <laughs> on. If Joe Exotic would do it, you do it. How so you're going to get two husbands? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, he got me. A throttle. He got me. No, no. I, by the way, no, I wouldn't. I that, totally but there, there's a lot of there's a lot of people now that's at home. They're they're Netflixing, right? They're all oh, about yeah. it. And this Joe, this freaking this hey, dude, Tiger King. Hey, I'm this all dude about is, it, dude. I watched it. off the chain, son. I, I'm completely regretting this tiger head tattoo I have on my chest. No, man, bro, right with it. You got to own it. He's the king, man. He's yeah. the king. You got to own it at this point. You did uh, not see this coming. When you got that If head, I ever had to no, shave my no. beard, I'm going through Manchu and mullet. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I'm Tiger King. Hey, I did I'm, se- I'm going to have a button-up sequence shirt. You know what I mean? I'm going to walk around with a pistol on my hip. But a 45 Colt. With a 40, Colt 45. Have you Just seen exactly. my mullet? From like uh, yeah, we put we post ago. We post oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah my we feather earring. Yeah, my yeah. wife was just surprised my earring hole hadn't healed up since like high they, school. They never do. I still <laughs> got both of mine too. Your wife scares me. <laughs> she scares everyone. Evidently, she scares the hell out of me. I saw her at my cousin's house when you came over to swim that day, and she was looking at me like I was gonna uh, kidnap her kids and traffic them. Like, look at this tattoo, dude. You know, like, the funniest the story. So, <laughs> whenever I started dating my wife, and she's it, the problem is she's just extremely shy. Right. Yeah, I see it. So the guy across the street, I, I pull up, and I had an old Jeep then, kind of like what I'm driving now. 
And I pulled up and I dropped her off. And this kid across the street yells to her. And he was probably maybe a senior in high school. And he yells across the street. And he's like, hey, Melissa, you don't know me, but I know you. <laughs> and I, I like you a lot. Just yells. And she just walks what? in the house. And I was like, you are rude as can be. That's creeper. She's like, I don't know him. Why that's would I talk rude. to him? I would, I, yeah, yeah, I would have too. So, and lie. then everyone I met, and I was like, this is who I'm dating, or this is who I'm marrying. They were like, oh, she was stuck up. And then I talked to her, and she's like, well, I don't know him, so why would I talk to him? Like, she's not. No, <laughs> she's I did not, I would like, not call her food. stuck up at all. She just <laughs> why, scared me. Why don't you get her on the girls' podcast? Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't even get on there. I'm so sure as hell not going to. The they had a guest today. They had their first guest today. Yeah. Um, they had a drawing Tuesday, and I had not – it's not out yet. Yeah. When y'all hear this, it'll be out. But And I know her, too. Yeah. Like when you told me that who won the contest oh, yeah. again on Julie Sussex. Yeah. yeah. I know her. When I lived in Rock Hill before I moved to Clover, her kids went to school with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. was awesome, and she said she had a good time. I'm scared to know what they talked about, and I hope they – Bashed her husband like they do. You looking for them to bash anybody? <laughs> yes, get because it. you're the only one catching catching the heat. Yes. You're catching the smoke, man. Please, I, I love it. I Please love it. get it off of me. I get him, dude. I, I talk to him just about every day at work. You know what I mean? And I get embarrassed. Like I'm embarrassed for him. I'm like, oh man. I've, I've said it before in this podcast, but when Brad calls me and I say hello, uh, hey man, what's up? Are Are you good? You good, man? No. Yeah, what's up? No, I, I listen. I was just want to check on you because I'm just want to make sure you're good. I'm like, ah, oh, God, <laughs> what a tap, dude. And then I get a text message. Brandon's like, she did it again. I'm like, Here we go. Yeah. I saw a uh, uh, side topic. I saw something on social media today. ESPN put it on there, and it said it has pictures of uh, professional athletes at home doing stuff around the home. And and the the, the quote was, athletes at home, they're just like us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are. No, uh, no, they're not. They are. They're just yeah. They live in homes. They eat food. I'm tired of this whole putting athletes on pedestals, man. I hate it. They're just like us. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Back, I know. But that's back to your point of are they on the essential list? No, they're home. Hundred percent. Hey, all you kids in college, all you kids in high school, Blue look at these people still out here working. Yeah. Look at us. Still out here. Now, and I kind of come from both sides because whenever I did advertising, I made really, really good money. And whenever I left and I went to a more blue collar job, and honestly, my assessment whenever I started cutting grass was it's full of rednecks and I'll just kill the field. And then I learned as I went in there, and I'm leaning on people like Rodney Pickle with R&J and uh, Chad Williams with CMS to try and learn. I learned how hard things were. And I've really learned how ignorant I was to running a business, you know. And you that, mean that you mean ignorant like people saying you you running for office and you're just a grass cutter? Yeah, <laughs> listen, Every, everyone. You told me that earlier, man. That's listen, the most ignorant thing I've ever heard up. in my life. I need to clear this up. You're just a grass cutter. Yeah. Period. Hey, uh, somebody put on there. You remember the the interaction you had with George Hendricks on social media? He, oh, yeah, he was yeah. asking about it. And he said he said, uh, "Man, if you're backed by BNT, that's solid." Yeah. Dude, you are backed by BMT social that. media, BMT Instagram. I'm going to have you out there, son. Now, this, I, I can tell you, you know there. what shocks me more than anything is the amount of people with city, county, state that have reached out to me and said, I will support you 100%, but not publicly. <gasps> like, they are scared <gasps> to death of this guy. And I, that, that bugs me. More than anything, but I mean, I can completely understand because if you're in office, you're talking about scared politically, but not scared for their life. I mean, no, 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 not scared for their life. I mean, like I'm not grabbing my shit and running if I see the cat in an alley. Like, and and I'll say this, and I'll I'll probably regret it if uh, any uh, people that I'm running against hear it. But at the same time, you know, the warnings I got was be careful. He's been known to go after uh, friends and family, and like I said. I'm known to punch a person in public. If you go after my friends or family in public, I will punch you. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm that type of guy. And I could really, it, it's not about being a politician. It's about representing who you are. As the, as the, I, I it's gonna, about representing who you are as the, as the leader of your household. Right. Protecting your people. And if you get elected to the office, you're going to protect your constituents. Right. And, and, and that's really what it is. I want to be 
honest, upfront, and have communication and transparency. And listen, Two Tall Media Group, Brad, we got you, dude. Everything, we got you, man. Everything we can do. We're posting. I, I hadn't had two guys have my back since old Josh Langley and uh, DJ Hilton. We got you, dog. <laughs> It's Two on, Tall man. Media Group has got you. We're gonna I'm going to get your face right tattooed on my arm, son. I oh, got no. space right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already do. You I got hey, your face tattooed. Hey, you got my face tattooed Brad. on you. Yes. Brad, I'll get a BMT tattoo if you get a Get Dirty tattoo. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay, but yeah. Yours has to be a tramp stamp. Negative. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. This shit took a turn. <laughs> it's not happening. I'll, I'll put it on the abs. I'll go abs. Nah. We should, we should put, do oh. a poll. Uh, we should do some kind of poll one day when, whenever I can figure out how to do that stuff on social media. Yeah. Yeah, Tara can do that. Yeah. Tara but it's not going on my back. On my no, back. I, it's I, not. I was just messing around. <laughs> yeah, he's not messing around, by the way. If I, we get I, so I many votes or whatever, then I'll get it. I'll get a get dirty tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. I want an arm sleeve. A half arm Dude, sleeve. Dude, you're scared. You wouldn't get a tattoo. I, do, I don't know what I want. Do you I don't have any tattoos? Yeah. Oh, he's got, oh, he's got one. Oh, yeah, the stars on the hip. I forgot about He's got a star. He's got a star on his hip. kill you. God darn. He's got, Why would you? He's got a load. He's like, oh, you ain't got no tattoos? He's got no, a star. Josh Exotic. It's so cute. Josh Exotic. <laughs> yes. Josh Exotic. Watch this. These are I've people. heard These worse from better with BMT and Josh Exotic. <laughs> These are the people I call my friends. Fucking all kiss that's, my ass. Yeah, that's what's great about it. Man. I mean, I, you know. Another I told your employee, I'm a damn person. I have feelings. Y'all don't You're a liar. <laughs> you do not have feelings. He does Another not. pet peeve is... Star I mean, tattoos? Can, can y'all no? Can y'all stand a man that is very emotional? Whenever you say something, no. Dude. Like I, I'm just more straightforward. Like get it off your chest. If you got a problem, let's talk about it. Don't sit here and be like, "What well, did he mean this? Did he no, mean that? yeah, did he mean this." So no. you've got to get it off. There's your chest. two things so that's, that I that's hate. That's how you know who your friends are. Whenever I can sit here and bust your balls and you're not getting upset, you understand where I come from. It doesn't matter what I say. You know what my heart is whenever I'm saying something. There's two you. things I hate. Somebody that overanalyzes what I say and somebody that assigns my motives in what I said. Right. I hate it. Other than I hate it. it. It's my motive. You yeah. can't assign my motive. Y'all should hear Minor Brad's conversation. Every every Monday, Tuesday, and sometimes Thursday morning, he cries a lot. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> I talk him out of it. It's fine. And then he, he's hey, okay. Which proves my point when I tell people you're a habitual liar. Like, <laughs> here's one thing. <laughs> habitual. No our listeners need to really kind of catch up on, but every single podcast, we kind of pick at one another. Yeah. And it's all inside jokes, but most people don't really understand it. We'll say certain things that we know is going to get a reaction. If it was a live video, yeah, it happened last, see some it facial. happened last episode. <laughs> I, I, just last episode like always, yeah. I just feel like it's always towards me. No, no, last episode was it straight was against up. Brad. It was straight up last week. There were some things that were said that was kind of... <laughs> It kind of dig, dug at me a little bit. Well, maybe that one time. But Brad had to pull his headset off. And kind I of did. I was, yeah, dude, I was like, <laughs> come on, man. But what y'all don't understand is. I flipped is, off a lot of people behind the microphone. It was just two. <laughs> let's, let's be clear. You laughed. No, you got oh. flipped off, too. It yeah. was three. Yeah. You laughed. <laughs> but I just, when I go home from these podcasts, normally I cry. If you go back, you should cry every time your wife does her podcast. I yeah, do. If that. you go back and listen to the last episode, there'll be like certain, like, really, uh, uh, uncomfortable pauses. Yeah, that's where the that's where the birds got flipped. Yes, it's it's every time with me, and and yes, I do cry when when I hear my wife's podcast because I get text messages from all y'all. It did take me two days to listen to that to the last one that I was texting you about because I started eating, listening you had to, to it. My kids were around. Oh, I had to stop! And then I had to no <laughs> man. If I'm eating something, I got to. Uh-uh. I've learned no. that podcast does not come on if kids are around. <laughs> Watch this. Brad did a good thing. Uh, he put that uh, parental advisory out there, dude. On listen, hours for theirs last time. <laughs> yeah, they, they need to start putting parental guidance suggested on that one. Well, no, they, they have on social media. They they I think one of them put something about. Listen, that's cool. You know what's funny when I'm trying to talk to you on the microphone and let you know what's going on, and then you talk. Like, but we can say that. Hey, we're an hour deep. The girls do it all the time. We're fifty-eight minutes. That's cool. Yeah, it's. it's I told my wife I'd. I would. uh, We were about to record, and then I would be home, and she was like, "So I'll see you three hours from now." It does happen that way though, because the girls went over. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. But but um the reason I I really wear the hour I want to go get to your family yeah I want to get to my family because we're going to watch uh uh drive in a drive in movie yep. at Kings Mountain 
and the kids want to see it. Why are, are they shutting it down? They are getting ready to shut it down. Right now, they're at the point to where you have to stay in your car, watch you can't sit in the back of a pickup or anything. But they're great movies, and the kids want to sit in movies, and it's only $10. So, supporting hmm. local, man. Yeah. Hey, we, watch we, we can wrap it up. We, we did good. We got tons of stuff. We got lists of things to talk about. I know, man. Dude, we're, yeah, we're going to hit it, though. Uh-huh. We're going to hit it. We're going to get back into talking politics as far as, like, as far as Guffy goes. Yep. Um, I, and trying to get just people for everyone to know, on the Political Kitchen podcast, because I had some politicians set up to come on and talk, the Political Kitchen happened before I decided to file. True. And yet, true I, I never want to talk for personal gain on the political kitchen. Right. It was all about just informing people of what's going on in the community. I mean, right. whenever I sat down with Bump, I brought him in because he was ready to go ahead and go. Right. And it was just questioning, like, what's going on? Explain this to us. Let's dummy it down. You right. know, tell us what's happening. Um, and yet, since then, I've had many politicians that have decided not previously to decided that they would come on or said that they would come on that are now crickets and will not come on just because I filed. So it's going to be interesting Step probably. Up. Can I call him a coward? Yes. <laughs> Step up. Listen. I don't know who they are, but I'll call he them. Don't, he don't if bite. You can send me a message and let me know, hey, it was me. I didn't want to go on there. Then I might say, all right, okay, I see. Yeah. But, but anyone who uh, uh, was planning on coming on. It's just talk, know, man. We're I'm just not, talking. It's not about a personal gain by any means. This is just simply – put out there for people to understand so we might have to go more national talk or state talk yeah but you, they need to come on because how else are they going to know where those people stand too yeah yeah listen that political kitchen podcast you ain't doing no town halls folks yeah th- listen it's an open forum dude get on there just talk just bullshit whatever you gotta say yeah it's, it's, we'll get them on there our man has no agenda right fair enough fair, fair enough. enough he has no agenda so alright well, shout out listen shout out to political kitchen political kitchen same title, different part. Same title, different part. Suits and boots. Bladed, uh, PG. <laughs> no, that's rated R. Okay. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Suits and boots. And of course. I've heard worse from better. I've heard worse from I've better. I've heard worse from better. With a okay. habitual liar, Josh. Yes. Josh Exotic. <laughs> Josh is Josh Exotic. Josh Exotic. Josh Exotic. Hey, I've got a t- uh, Trevor Lawrence wig you can wear. I will straight up wear this thing. <laughs> will you sing your songs? His songs? Come up with your own country songs like he did. I saw a tiger. Who Joe Exotic? Yeah, well, I, I saw a tiger. I saw podcast. a tiger. It's, it's here, Kitty Kitty. That's my favorite one, by the way. I watched it today. Okay. Fantastic. All right, folks. That's it for us today, this week. We'll see you soon, unless we're quarantined. Shout but out. We're, but we're essential. <laughs> Have a good one. See ya. <laughs>